Hello and welcome to the last preseason edition of the Pro Football Jokes podcast where football is really only minutes away. I mean the real football, the football we actually all care about and have been waiting way too long for. It is so exciting and we have a full crew here today. Today I'm joined by uh, Alex. Alex, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I think saying it's minutes away is a little bit of a exaggeration i mean it is technically minutes away it is definitely technically minutes away a lot of mists scientifically proven that it's minutes away it's it's true but by the time i I post this podcast it may just be be a few (laughs) (laughs) well that's all right it is i i could say less than two days away how's that That, under 48 hours away. that is accurate thank you and we are also joined by uh our unpaid intern who's making an appearance on this podcast, who has some of the greatest fantasy teams around. Uh, uh, Reed, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, yeah. So in the three leagues that I, that I drafted for, I was projected to finish last in all three of them. With a combined how many wins? I think it's four <laughs> in all of the leagues. So for all of those who have been tweeting and writing, why doesn't the intern finally get paid? That's why. I, think you, I, I believe you can get a total of six wins between you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Alex. You got this. Uh, and we have Pep. How you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm ready. Um, my 20 fantasy league teams are ready to go, too. I've <laughs> uh, been drafting since June. I'm just, I've been waiting for Thursday for so long. It's, it's so close. Now it's, it's only minutes away. Make it uncomfortably close. I, I don't have the drops, dude. Uh, uh, really, really thought there was a sound bite. We'll fix that in post. We'll fix that really in post. Drop. Make it uncomfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, now we just made the audience uncomfortable and not having the clip there. But that's all right because we have one more with us here. Uh, we have Screwballs himself. Hey, Drew, how you doing? I'm um, doing pretty well. I'm ready for the NFL season to start. We're literally hours away. <laughs> literally seconds away from football <laughs> just a large amount of seconds just a lot of seconds a, a very small amount of years away um, but a large amount of seconds so we're doing great guys a lot of football a lot of things we want to talk about uh we have some great divisions to go through so everybody's kind of picked a division they want to talk about they'll bring it up and we'll kind of dissect them here kind of our thoughts going on it and we'll uh, start with alex what division do you want to start with uh i would like to start with the nfc south um, because I typically just go in this order since we already kind of talked about the NFC East and North. Go back and listen to those podcasts if you haven't. Um, so, yeah, why don't we just uh, go logically in order? I mean, you guys can always change it up, but I- I'm going to we don't stick to the logic. NFC South. That would be a pretty good joke. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that, Alex. Continue, man. Um. Yeah, so I mean, I think uh, I think this is one of the most interesting divisions in the NFC. Uh, I think there are three potential playoff teams here. Um, I, I'd like to start by talking about the the Carolina Panthers because they were kind of the team that, when I was looking over the rosters, that I was most surprised by. Uh, that I, you know, I didn't expect to like them going into the season, but starting to look at the roster, I, I kind of do. I mean, their defense, uh, I, I think, I think now is become pretty stout with uh, the addition of Gerald McCoy uh, adding to the already pretty good defensive line and strangely moving to a three, four defense. I think it fits their personnel. Well, 
Um, I'm still have questions about their edge rushers, but obviously, you know, they got good, a great middle linebacker there in Luke Keekley. And their secondary is a little bit of a question mark as well, but uh, I kind of like, I think they they have a fun offense. And if Cam's right and healthy, then I think they're, they have a chance to put up some problems for some other NFC teams. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that, Pep? How do you feel about the Panthers? Yeah, they're a surprisingly uh, good team coming in. Alex is definitely right. Um, you look at the roster, and there, there are a lot of a lot of solid players there. And of course, the return of a healthy Cam Newton makes them competitive in this division. And they really have to be with their competition. Um, I guess we'll talk about the Falcons in a second, but I, I gotta agree with Alex. I think um, the way their offense is, I think they're gonna come in. Same way uh, they played last year, but with a healthy cam, they are a different squad for sure. Are you guys worried about McCaffrey maybe taking a step back this year, or do you think he's still going to be kind of unleashed? I think he could take a little bit of a step back, but I don't think that's a huge problem. Like, I think they could – they don't – if I were them, I would not want to have him on the field as much as he was last year. Uh, But I like that – the potential of DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel kind of taking that next step as receivers uh, and getting them more involved in the offense and doing kind of similar type of taking some of those shorter routes that Christian McCaffrey was taking was getting and spreading out to some of that as well. Um, so that, you, you know, just a little more versatility in the offense. Yeah. I like that. That, that makes some sense. I mean, it just really, they need their wide receivers to step up. I mean, unfortunately, Calvin Benjamin wasn't the guy they thought they were getting uh, going years back and such. So we'll see if they can really solidify that position um, and help them out. That'll be a huge boost. Uh, but, Reeb, what do you actually think about the Falcons in this division? I'm excited to see what the Falcons got going on. I mean, they seemed like they've kind of been shocked ever since that Super Bowl loss, you know, trying to get over that, that collapse. But, you know, there's been rumblings that, uh, Julio Jones is a little unsettled without getting his guaranteed money, but he showed up to camp. He believes in Arthur Blank is going to get him his money. Um, so, I mean, they got a high powered offense. They got a great duo at running back with Freeman and Smith. You know, Smith came in as a rookie last year and, you know, kind of outperformed what we thought he was going to be. Um, but yeah, I really like their offense. They got some questions at defense. Uh, I'm sure Alex can explain a little more on that because I have not focused too much on their, on their specific defense. Reeb, uh, what are some players on the Falcons defense? <laughs> Gosh. There are no, some good. of them. There are players. Guys with names. <laughs> Left hand, right hand. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too big on their defense. Uh, I also, I, I feel like the Falcons have spent the whole offseason trying to address their offensive line. And all that has really done to me has kind of just pointed out how bad their offensive line is. Um, I mean, I and I and I don't think it's like the, one of the worst offensive lines in the league, but so far the rookies have really struggled. Uh, you know, I, I don't think Caleb McGarry is going to end up starting. Ty Simbrilo is going to end up starting a right tackle. Um, Chris Lindstrom is is going is going to start. Maybe he's. He started to reports have been he's been a little bit better towards uh, you know towards the end of preseason camp, um, but yeah I don't know that that could be a hindrance to this offense. I still think they're going to have good offense for sure, 
um, but their defense and the, their pass rushers have been so disappointing. Um, and I think a lot of excuses were made for the defense last year with the injuries they've suffered, but they got Deion Jones back towards the end of last year, and I mean, they still had Keanu Neal out, but I, I, I don't think their defense was still pretty bad, so I, I'm a little concerned. About yep. Yeah, I got to make a point on that. The, the Falcons over the past few years have invested a lot of draft capital in that defense. And Vic Beasley is the first name that comes to mind that like needs to perform. We know their offense is the real deal. We need Keanu O'Neal to stay, stay healthy. Uh, Desmond Trufant can ball out when he wants to. Uh, they just re-signed Grady Jarrett to uh, keep a force in that line. I think Tack McKinley still has his time to break out. Um, it's just a matter of execution. Yep. It'll be interesting to see uh, if they can really keep it together and let their offense do what they need to do without having to put too much pressure on it. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I could kind of see just like having some of the same issues that they did in their uh, almost Super Bowl season where the defense just kind of wears out and lets them down in the end. Uh, but they're a high-powered team, and we'll see what they do. I mean, they like you said, Julio Jones comes in, believe in, and Matt Ryan, and that they'll put up some points. So should be some fun football to watch there. Uh, where do we want to go next with this division, Alex? Um, well, why don't we talk about the Saints since they're the other relevant team in the division? I feel like one uh, particular team gets slighted here too much. Um, I, I think the Saints are clearly the best team in the division. I think they're one of the best teams in the NFL. Um, they're I think they have a lot of, I think their defense is going to be really good this year. Um, they have plenty of depth in the secondary. Their front seven is, is pretty good. Um, they, Cam Jordan kind of leading the pass rush and hopefully Marcus Davenport is able to take another step on the other side. Um, uh, again, I, th- I think they have one of the best secondaries in the league, top 10 for sure. Um, offensive line certainly have one of the best offensive line. I mean, their offense is probably the best in the NFL if Drew Brees doesn't look like second half Drew Brees last season. That's kind of a big question for them. Um, but even with second half Drew Brees, that like he was, they were still and had a chance to go to the Super Bowl, and that's how good this team is. Uh, and I think their offense only got better with the addition of Jared Cook. Um, so yeah, I, I think this is clearly one of the contenders in the NFC. Yeah, what do you make of their uh, wide receiving core? Who you mean, Michael Thomas? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I mean, they don't have a they don't have a second receiver. I mean, you, you're looking Kamara, of course, catching balls, and you mentioned they got Cook for another target. But then you're really at receiver. You're going from Michael Thomas to what Ted Ginn? Yeah, Ted Ginn, Traquan Smith. Uh, you know, Traquan <laughs> Smith. Here he comes, everybody. Look out, uh, Marvin Hall, dude. Uh, they had him. Um, I don't even know if he made the team, honestly. <laughs> Maybe they get dead by it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't forget about Taysom really? Hill. I do. Taysom Hill is one of the most fun guys in the league. He really is. I, 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 I like Taysom Hill. I, I love when they put him in. It's just, it's just fun. It is. It, it is some fun football. And uh, Sean Payton's still doing some good things out there. Uh, but yeah, I, I would agree. I definitely think the Saints are the the strongest looking team uh, going into this year. Their offense should be every bit as good. Uh, and like you said, their second year, they're they're solid. They're the team to beat. Really good coaching, and it's kind of fun with the Panthers coming back and the Falcons. Uh, when I mean, I feel like there's an, a 
new winner of this division every single year. They just seem to rotate. Nobody really gets a stranglehold on it. Uh, pretty wild. Saints have done it. They're going for three straight now. Yeah, but, I mean, you got everybody kind of in the mix. And I guess that's not quite the yeah. same as, like, y'all's uh, East division there with uh, the Redskins and the Cowboys, and literally nobody can win it two years in a row. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, well, the, nobody wants to have two years in a row, I think, until the Panthers did it in 2013 and 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right. So, I mean, from 2002 to 2013, 2014, they, nobody won it twice in a row. Yeah. It's just some good football, some good competition there, which is uh, pretty enjoyable to see. Uh, any other thoughts on the Saints? They're pretty good. Football. I wonder how Kamara's going to have to deal with a little more volume now that Mark Ingram's not going to be there. I, mean, I think point. I mean Murray will handle a lot of what Ingram did. I mean, he won't get maybe as many of those little screen passes, but – Murray's a beast in the goal line and will uh, vulture a bunch of those touchdowns. I, I, honestly, I don't think he will just for, for a fantasy team. Like, they stopped using Mark Ingram on the goal line towards the end of last year because Camaro is just so good at the goal line. They realized, like, you don't have to have a big power back on the, uh, down there at the goal line. Camaro is just going to speed kills. Uh, so, I mean, that, that's why I've been avoiding our, uh, Davis Murray in fantasy. I think he will. So he'll get that similar volume, but his role, I don't think he'll get a lot of touchdowns or a lot of passing work, and that just makes him kind of not valuable fantasy. Do you think uh, Michael Thomas's contract's going to have him slow down a bit this year now that he doesn't have, like, something, like, money to play for as much since he has, like, guaranteed money? No. <laughs> I think he's a beast. He's still going to he's still gonna produce. Yeah, he will catch some footballs. Mark, mark my words. <laughs> Probably. It's a pretty good team. Uh, so we should look at the, uh, I mean, as Alex already rudely slighted them earlier, let's well, bring up the final team in this division, the Jacksonville Jaguars champions coming up. Uh, Jack, that's, that's what? Awesome. Are you talking about Nick Foles isn't going to win this division? Uh, Jaguars are in the AFC. I, I agree to disagree, man. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, let's talk about the Jags. You then. don't want to talk about the Bucks that bad. Hey, Drew, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Drew lead off the Buccaneers because his favorite player is on that team. Drew, <laughs> somebody who never lets you down. <laughs> yeah. It's Mike, uh, Mike, Mike Evans. God, frick Evans, always let me down. Mike, and someone still God, picked him in our fan Evans. in our fantasy draft. I wanted him on my team just so I can tweet him more. <laughs> but have you kept up tweeting him? Every did day, he ever so. acknowledge you? He did not. I tweeted him like over two hundred times. Oh, Some days I forgot to tweet him. Oh my god! But not not once did he respond to Mike Evans. You let me down. <laughs> I can't believe it. I know. I mean, we have such a big following. I can't believe he hasn't like recognized this yet. <laughs> you know, the bigger letdown on this team is Ronald Jones. Uh, surprise, he's still on the roster. Um, Jameis Winston, he's had a prove-it year for like three years <laughs> I was about now. To say, when are they going to just um, like admit he was a bust? The the sole like positive story you see surrounding this team is everyone's hope for Chris Godwin. Ooh, love uh, Chris Everybody thinks he's going to have Godwin. a great I love, year. Love OJ Howard. 
Yep, O.J. Howard's very good as well. He has a lot of promise. And then you have some gems here and there on the defense. I think they got a guy in the offseason. I can't remember his name on the defensive line. Uh, Jack might know. but I, I um, don't know who you're he's, talking about. He's still working on it. Um, might have been uh, Vita Via. <laughs> oh, that was disappointing when they stole Vita Via from the Redskins. Uh, but yeah, I think the defense is awful. They're, I think they have one of the worst secondaries I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> is Vernon Hargrave still on the team, or did he get? Did, did he get yes. He, yeah, he. I mean, he's, he had a promising rookie season three years ago. He's their best corner. Yikes! Um, like, they're, they're, I mean, their secondary has been terrible. Uh, you know, over the past two or three years, and they had and they lost Brent Grimes, who was by far their best player in the secondary. I mean, he's really old now, so I mean, I don't blame them for not resigning him. But that doesn't make them secondary any, you know, make it not as bad. Like it's still getting worse. Like I, I I'm be very concerned about that if I were Bucks fan, uh, and you know, maybe their offense can do something, but they still. Uh, still, they still have Jameis Winston and no running game, so it's it's tough for to think that the passing game just carried the team. Yeah, I don't have a, a ton of faith. Even the buzz here in Southwest Florida is not um, not too crazy strong for the Bucks. I mean, it's a lot worse when we get to uh, talking about Miami Dolphins a little bit, but um, yeah, <laughs> it, it, they are better than them. we would hope, uh, but. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, the the Bucks should have scooped up one of the twelve quarterbacks that are now on the Raiders. I just don't understand why this is the opportunity that Bruce Arians was like, "I'm going to come out of retirement for the Bucks." He likes. I, just, those... I don't understand it. Well, originally he was like, "I'm not coming out of retirement for any team other than the Browns." And then he's like, "I'll make, might come out for a couple other teams." Like, all right, any team, take me, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a quarterback <laughs> whisperer. Please take me. Well, he's got a challenge. Yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, so who are you guys taking to win this division? Saints. Saints. I'll do Falcons. I'll go Panthers. And I'm sticking with the Jaguars. Cam has these like... <laughs> <laughs> I think Cam has these like back and forth seasons. Like one season he'll do great, one season he'll do the next. He had a bad last season. I think he'll bounce back. Yeah, should be interesting. We'll uh, have our uh, unpaid intern tally all our uh, picks, and then we'll uh, put them up on Pro Football Jokes at the end of the season. See who gets the most divisions correct. Okay, Jack might we'll struggle do. picking the dead ones, but. Yep, that's a yeah. You know what? For one already, <laughs> don't give me an O for can one. Safely say that. Uh, you guys haven't seen it. You never know what's going to happen here, man. I believe in them. They got a new quarterback. They're going to do a great job. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Pep, why don't you go ahead and pick our next division? All right, I'm going to throw it over into the other conference where I believe this is the most competitive division in the NFL, the AFC East. We've got the Pats, the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins. My dark horse for the year, the Dolphins. They made a lot of power moves. uh, That will. (laughs) I mean, I've never seen a team doom themselves as much as the Dolphins have. That's just incredible what they've done and the draft capital they've received. Like, I I was telling Alex about this. Like, this isn't the NBA. You know, 
it, you're not the Thunder. Yeah, the team's not going to get better in like three years where you can crush the Patriots, even though you have all of this draft capital. I mean, there is – it's a dark, dark time for Dolphins fans. Yeah, I think they're going to start the 2020 first-round pick at right guard, so. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> – um, yeah, I mean, it. it's just what I, – I can only name like three players now. Like, They're, they're like the um, – we are Marshall – after the plane crash and they lost everybody except that one defensive back. <laughs> the one defensive back is Xavier and Howard and then he'll get hurt. You know, it's just, uh, they, they just made the path for the Patriots so much easier. Um, Did they just go through training camp and realize, Oh my God, we're garbage. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty Let's much. They just were, started over. They were pretty much trying to thank since the beginning of the off season. Now they're just really going all in. Like, this is one of the worst rosters I remember going into it. Like, they had the worst offensive line before they traded Laramie Tunsil. Now it's just that it's embarrassing that they ought to be out there against NFL players. Like, and Josh Rosen still can't get the starting job. <laughs> yep. As dark as that is. I, I read today that the, the Miami Dolphins official calendar, like they have a different player for each month. Eight out of the twelve players aren't even on the team anymore. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> They're just gonna have to dig and get like Kenyon Drake on a poster, or <laughs> Devonte Parker. Those are probably the only guys on the poster anymore. Yeah, there's only four left. Um, but yeah, that's that's an awful team. Anybody want to just take it on? Take another team on? Yeah, why don't we talk about talk about the Jets? I I, I think that I, I like the moves the Jets have done. I don't know about Adam Gase as a coach. I, I don't. Some people I feel like Adam Gase is one of the most polarizing coaches. Some people just hate him with a passion. Um, some I, I don't have that strong feelings towards Adam Gase. I don't think he's like a fantastic coach by any means, but. Who um, who hates him with a passion? Dolphins I, fans. I mean, I've just heard a lot of people be like, "Oh my god, the Jets hired Adam Gase, like the worst hire ever." <laughs> I I guess he, to me, it's like he's kind of riding on the coattails of his seasons with Peyton. Yeah, and what he did in Miami clearly didn't work, and I have a feeling that's going to affect Le'Veon Bell. If I remember correctly, the way he used running backs. In Miami, it just wasn't efficient, and his offense just didn't work. And I guess we could blame that on the personnel he had there. Um, and the Jets, like you said, this offseason went off and uh, got a couple pieces. Lev Bell, obviously, uh, Jameson Crowder to complement the best for Robbie Anderson. Um, of course. But I, I just – I'm not sold on his offense personally, but I'm – always ready to be proved wrong yeah it's really up to sam darnold if he can take a leap uh i do have questions about their defense there's their cornerback group is pretty bad they still don't have a have an edge rusher but yeah those stout guys in the middle quinn and Willi- i like Quinn and Willi- Quinn and williams along with Leonard williams um it did mosley sign with them yeah and anthony Barr ditched them yep. so that's what i was trying to remember <laughs> Um, that's some promising, promising fellas. They got those two safeties back there. Yep, definitely good safety group. They're 
they 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 are stacked at like the less important defensive positions. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should just bring D Milliner back and cornerback problem will be solved. Yeah, that'll help. Just resign Darrell Revis. He's he's still good. Yeah, he's got this. Twenty five million dollars a year. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Yeah. How about the Bills? Enough on the Jets. Uh, You know, the Bills, I think the Bills could have one of the best defenses in the NFL. I just came to this realization the other other day. Um, They are stacked on defense. I think they have a top five secondary. I I think they have a top five linebacking core. Uh, And their defensive line is solid. Like, I think this could easily be a top five defense. uh, and let's just pretend that's all we have to talk about for this team because <laughs> all you need is good defense, and then you don't have to worry about the offense. And Frank Gore running back. Defense wins championships. Yeah, the run- how old is Frank Gore? Thirty six. Um, yep, they got Frank Gore, Devin Singletary, and probably like three other guys. Uh, honestly, I can't name a receiver on their team. I'm going blank right got now. Tom Brown. Come on, Zay oh, Jones. Oh, yeah. Dude, Zay Jones. <laughs> all right. And that says it all about the Bills offense. They got a running back at quarterback anyway, so it's all good. I think their best <laughs> receiver might be Cole Beasley. Oh, my God. That's John, dark. John Brown's definitely their best receiver. John Brown's pretty good, but. I, I don't think any, he has anybody to throw them the ball other than Josh, Josh Allen's one good deep <laughs> It's like a Madden 08 team you're trying to salvage and nobody will re-sign with you, so you just go after some seven <laughs> wide receivers. Oh, boy. Or you just franchise tag them. <laughs> yeah. They're building up their defense. And Sean McDermott is so good at developing corners. Like uh, He is a good defensive-minded coach. It's a shame his yeah, offense but... is a little better. I will say this: their their offensive line did get better. They got guys like Mitch Morse. They got Ty and Secchi. Um, yeah. So they're they're a step up there. Um, I, I agree with that. Drafted Cody Ford. So there you go, Bills fans. That's something <laughs> nice to say about you. You got it. Handed off to Frank Gore three hundred times. Yeah, Frank Gore's he he's... can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh man! All right. Well, is it even worth talking about the last team here, or uh... you know, I I, uh, I guess we can we can we can talk about them. Didn't they do something last year? Like Super Bowl you know, winners? They um, do what they do like every other year. You know, <laughs> nothing got, special. Yeah. They've easily got the most stacked wide receiving core. The running backs are stacked. Uh, their know, line that, is just very well coached. They've got. I don't know what they're going to do with receiver. I think got Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman. I mean, that's that's a pretty good duo. But I mean, do we like how confident are we that Josh Gordon is actually going to yeah. play this whole season? They got Demarius Thomas. I mean, he. I, I I don't think he's ever played a full season, so probably not that confident. But I mean. And uh, Patriots, figure, I think they have other like I think they're solid at other receivers. They who else they, they have though? Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry's on IR, right? 
Demarius Thomas. I thought uh, they cut him. They just resigned him. They, they cut him and resigned him. Oh. Uh, and they got Jacoby Myers preseason darling, man. Forgive me for not knowing who that is. <laughs> These are the kind of yeah. guys the Patriots get and suddenly they're Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, here's a guy. Dude, Jacoby Myers was just, was just like everybody was fawning over him during the preseason. I mean, there was like a point in – uh, Patriots practice where uh, the Bill Belichick was like, yeah, we got to take Jacoby Myers off the field because Tom Brady literally won't throw to anybody else. <laughs> He's like, we got to get him to throw to other players. <laughs> My gosh. And they, and they also, and also Chase Winovich was a beast in the preseason. Uh, oh, where'd he go to school? Uh, University of Michigan. Oh, no, man. Pretty good. Look at that Michigan connection. They get their O-line, their first-round pick from last year back. Isaiah Wynn. Yes, they did. I mean, they. I still think they have probably have one of the best uh, offensive lines in the league. They did lose David Andrews for the, for the season, which is kind of a big loss, but they traded for Russell Bodine. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to start or if it's going to be Max Harris, but We'll see. I think either one, you know, they they are well coached there, so I think they'll be fine. Unfortunately, without Stephen Chung. Uh, you mean Patrick Chung? Yep, Patrick Chung. Chung was our high school, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he's not well, doing cocaine. I really hope Stephen Chug is not doing cocaine. <laughs> no, he's, he, he played, he's he got like safety on our high school team, so uh, maybe they can find him. He's got a good head on his shoulders. I believe he's fine. <laughs> um, so, do we even need to predict a winner of this division? Or should we just uh, call it quits and say the Dolphins are doing? Let's it? just predict who's going <laughs> to finish second. Ooh. Uh, my vote will be Jets. Yeah, go Jets. I'm going to go with Bills. Oh, Bills. Yeah. Why not? Oh, man, it's tough. It's tough. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. I'm going to go Bills. Let's go Buffalo. Second place, and we don't make the playoffs. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's obvious. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, Jets and Bills like, have a chance at that wild. Card. They're both going 8-8. Eight and eight. Why are we? Yeah, that's mostly. <laughs> Oh, what a good division. All right, Reeb, you want to go ahead and pick one for us? Um, I mean, obviously, I'm just going to go AFC North. <sighs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> what have we done? All right, are we not doing the divisions that y'all talked about in the previous podcast? Yeah, we're not. Okay, which ones are those? So, yeah, we can do, we can do, we can do AFC North. Let's do AFC North. Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. North. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Um, do you want me to start or? Uh, why not? Yeah. No, I'll just sit here. And <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it seems kind of strange for a podcast, but <laughs> what it's do I know? I'm tired intern. of just hearing our voices. <laughs> I'm just the intern, so I, I don't know. <clears throat> All right. So I know everyone's expecting me to go talk about the Bengals first off, but I am going to talk about the Steelers uh. first. Um, Whoa. I'm very curious to see what this team is going to look like this year with kind of the two of the, two of the killer bees are gone. Um, 
Le'Veon Bell's on the Jets. Antonio Brown's on the Raiders. So it'll be interesting to see how they replace that production. I mean, Connor filled in pretty well for Bell last year. Um, and, I mean, Juju was the number one receiver anyways. But it'll be it'll be curious to see, you know, how James Washington takes the next step. See if – is it Dante Moncrief they have? Yeah. I believe yeah. Dante Moncrief. I've heard good things about him in, in training camp. So it'll just be interesting to see how that offense looks. And then on the defensive side, I mean, they got Devin Bush in the draft. So they've Where been needing a – University of Michigan. Oh, God. Okay. Crazy. So it's a pretty good I think school. The Steelers drafted I'm two people pretty... from Michigan, actually. Can't remember the other person. It's a, a reputable, reputable university. Yeah, I mean they led the they led the league in yeah. sacks last year. So I mean, and they added Devin Bush and <clears throat> added some cornerbacks. They drafted uh, David Lane, and they got the Chiefs cornerback too. They just signed uh, Hayden to a longer yeah. deal. They got yeah. TJ Watt coming off the edge. Yeah, it's a solid, solid D. Yeah, They're I, quietly building up. At this, at this point right now, would you rather have TJ Watt or JJ Watt with his injury history? JJ Watt. Really? Yeah. I mean, he was still way better last year. Like, but you know, I, at any instance, he could, that back could flare <laughs> up again. True. Um, I'd rather have the star power that's... and the uh, humanitarian efforts of a J.J. Watt. <laughs> Reeve, how does your opinion on the Steelers change since the loss of A.B. and Le'Veon? And... Oh, gosh. I don't You're know. now a huge Steelers fan. Yeah, I love the Steelers. <laughs> he drafted Juju. He's changing. I mean, uh, no, I mean, I obviously still hate the Steelers. Um, it feels like that rivalry is kind of, I mean, it's still going to be a rivalry, but like, yeah. perfect's gone. AB's um, gone. AB's gone. Yeah. They're on the same team now. It's just, yeah. It's weird seeing them talk to each other on hard knocks. He's like, Hey, you're the guy who gave me CTE. He's like, yep. I want to wear that same helmet when you knock yeah. the out of me. I miss the feeling of my brain bouncing side to side. So I mean, you're always gonna have that that kind of hatred, that that rivalry in AFC North, but I I think it's not as I guess as bad as it's been in the uh, past couple it's years. Be, it's gonna be tough for you to watch the Bengals lose repeatedly. For hey, I'm time. all about either tank for Tua or win never for Trevor. I'd be happy with either of those quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I so back to Steelers. I I think. Uh, I, I think I'd feel I feel a lot better about them following preseason. I think everything, kind of all their moves, have just kind of looked like they've been working out, uh, kind of leading up to the season. But you know, what we have to see if that's actually going to happen. Uh, I do think they're probably a little bit overrated going into the season. Um, the Steelers? What? Well, I I just don't think they're deep. I don't think they're going to have like a top. 10 defense. Really? I think <laughs> they had a pretty good defense last year, and they made so many improvements to it. I know it's a meme, top four defense, but I feel like they've really stepped it up. Yeah, I, I, I def, Devin Bush definitely looks like a beast, but I, I don't know. I, I don't. I feel like they have a good interior defensive line. Their pass rushers are just – their edge rushers are just okay. 
I still don't think they have a great second. But they led um, the league in sacks last year. They got to be at least pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely. I mean, those I, again, those interior guys are, are beasts. Like Cameron Hayward, Stephon Tewitt, Stephon Hargrave, really good. TJ Watt had a great season last year, but I, I, I don't think I think his numbers were a little bit inflicted due to the inside guys. I, I still I I think they're fine. Um, I think, I mean, maybe they could have top 10. Like they, I think they're somewhere, you know, in that like eight to 15 range, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, and I think their offense does definitely take a step back, uh, without, without Le'Veon and Antonio Brown, but who knows, maybe Dante Moncrief will be just as good. Yeah, doubt that, but uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. So do we want to talk about these Bengals briefly? We kind of talked about them there in comparison to the Steelers. I mean, I would love to. <laughs> Go ahead, Reed. Um, I am scared for this. <laughs> <laughs> you were really looking forward to telling us. How yeah. <laughs> I need to... <laughs> I need to voice my concerns when our starting linebackers are Preston Brown and Nick Vigil, and it only gets worse from there. <laughs> I think we have four linebackers on the depth, like four linebackers on the 53. Um, uh, that, that's correct. Actually, uh, yeah. I saw I saw interviews with all the linebackers, and all of them were like, yeah, we've never really seen this before. We're kind of screwed if somebody gets injured, but you know we're we'll just go out there and play our hardest. <laughs> it's like that's that's what you want to hear. Um, go out there, play our hardest, and get penalized. <laughs> <laughs> Those draft picks over the first uh, the last couple of years just haven't really worked out. I mean, John they've Ross been hurt. Billy Price. <laughs> I mean, John Ross and Billy Price have both lost their starting spots on the. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Hey, it's a That's it's good. a regime change, <laughs> but yeah, I think I looked it up. Like, I think it's been since 2013 since they've had a first round pick that's been healthy the first year, which is like 76ers level bad. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I remember when I saw the news about Jonah Williams. I was just getting back from a cruise, and I wasn't even mad. I was just like, oh, yep, there it is, there it is, first round pick out for the year. Cool. <laughs> That's that's unfortunate, but yeah, their offensive line has now gotten worse than where it was last We're year. We're starting Bobby Hart and John Jerry. Oh, I, I think uh, Cordy Glenn's going to get the start, right? I think John Jerry got beaten out by uh, their like sixth round pick, Michael Jordan. <laughs> All right, then that'll do. <laughs> or something. I, I don't know if he was sixth round pick. He was he was like around then. Drafted. I don't know. Nah, Mike, we draft. I think it was like a fourth or fifth round pick. I thought we were starting John, though. I, I could be wrong. But yeah, Billy Price getting beat out for center. Not what you want to see from your first round pick in their second year. <laughs> um, I love how Zach Taylor tried to kind of calm everyone's nerves. It was like, oh, he's he's like the number one person if anyone else gets hurt. Like, so he's going to play. <laughs> like, but he's still, he's still I lost I mean, we just got job. so many good players in front of him. But I mean, yeah. What do you, I mean, how is he supposed to beat up Trey Hopkins? 
So there are major questions at offensive line and linebacker. Kind of kind of important position groups. Um, but I mean, it's kind of the same as last year where like we think the D line's gonna be good, gonna have a good pass rush, but you know, it wasn't that great last year, so <laughs> so uh who knows? Dark was Denard's on the pup list, so I don't know. Secondary's got questions. The only one that I'm comfortable or the only position group I'm comfortable with is running back and wide receiver. But comfortable with wide receiver. Comfortable with wide receiver. <laughs> yes, yeah, comfortable man. With winning no games. Right. Let's be fair. Even, Tyler, even while AJ Green's out, less comfortable while AJ Green's <laughs> out. But as sad as it is, I I mean, what position group would you rate, like put ahead of wide receiver? Running besides back. like fan base. besides D line. <laughs> not the fan base. What'd you say, Alex? I think your cornerbacks are at least have promise. Like William Jackson has been a little bit up and down, but he's shown. William Jackson is fine. Drake Kirkpatrick is nothing above average. And then who else do we got? Uh, you got Darquez Denar. Uh, isn't it? I think he's out for. He's, he's yeah. He's on the pup list. list. He's out. Yeah. That BW Webb. Oh gosh, I forgot. They called him like the MVP <laughs> of training camp. Oh, that's good. That's where when you want to be MVP. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think we could we could be in line for a top five pick. There's inexperience all throughout the coaching staff and major question marks. I think Tyler Boyd groups. will Tyler Boyd will see a heavy heavy amount of targets. Uh, Joe Mixon will be relied on quite a bit. Oh yeah, it's and, great for great for fantasy. But yeah, you you know what you're getting from Andy Dalton. So. It's like we've turned into the Giants of like, hey, there's a couple good fantasy options and a terrible team. <laughs> All right, let's Wait, move on. I, before we go, I still, honestly, I still think the Bengals gave Marvin Lewis enough time. <laughs> I thought he could have turned it around. Yeah, bring him three back. Three more seasons. For like, <laughs> the fifth rebuild wasn't the one. He needed six. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. You guys just didn't have faith in the guy. Disrespect. <laughs> All right, where do we want to move to after the Bengals? Uh, I want to talk about the talk about the Ravens. Um, I'm so excited for the Ravens. You built so you believe in the Lamar Jackson. I I personally offense. do. I I'm probably the highest on Lamar Jackson out of. That would make sense. People here like college offenses. Yes, more. and he reminds me of Michael Vick <laughs> and. I, at least give John Harbaugh like credit for just going all in to this offense, like getting RG three and then getting <laughs> Trace McSorley just in case Lamar yeah. goes down. They don't have to completely change their offense. Like they're bought into this. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, <clears throat> we'll, we'll see if it works. I, I, I started to feel a lot better about their defense than I did a little while ago. I think they have the best secondary in the NFL. I had them number one in my rankings at secondary. I had them like almost last when I did the rankings at front seven, uh, you know, a, a while ago. But now I'm starting to feel a lot better about their front seven. Uh, bringing back Pernell McPhee, who had had success when he was in Baltimore. I know not as great when he was on the best team in football. Um, but I think coming back to that environment, you know, he'll, he'll be fine. They always kind of figure it out with their linebackers, I think. 
think they'll be fine there. Um, and still have a solid defensive line. I'd, so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm feeling okay about their defense. I, I just don't know if I trust Got Earl Thomas at safety too. Was it, is he coming back from Achilles or was broken, it ACL? Uh, broken, broken leg. leg. Broken leg. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's better than Achilles yeah, injury. Yeah, that's why I said said they have the best secondary. Right. Thomas is, a, is an upgrade over Eric Well. No offense, Eric Well, who's had a great career and still a good player. Yeah, it'll be just uh, it'll be fun to watch the Ravens. They'll be that physical team again, and I'm excited for. I'm sure they have to have some sort of plays for Lamar to unlock his passing game or at least in some sort of surprise sort of manner. It's just something different to see on the TV. They're never going to throw the ball. <laughs> yeah, but they're going to keep faking it. Maybe he'll do the cool Michael Vick pump fake thing when he's like 10 yards downfield but still pumping. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good bit. People still fall for it. Yeah, when you're really fast, people will fall for anything. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, I guess that's all on the Ravens. Yep. Yeah. Ravens are pretty good. Yeah. Solid team. Harbaugh is going to keep his job if things go all right. So let's talk about the Browns. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for the Browns. I, I, I love Baker Mayfield. Love Odell. I think those two could have a really good connection. Um, I, I don't care about Jarvis Landry at all. Sorry. Uh, oh, man. Nick Chubb's a beast. Um, their offensive line is pretty bad, but that's okay. <laughs> Who needs an offensive line? Uh, they got a great pass rush, and their secondary is not bad. Yeah, I mean, everybody's kind of coming into their own. Miles Garrett's going to just keep getting scarily better. They added Sheldon Richardson. Uh, hopefully he takes a step up from his play last season on the Vikings, which wasn't bad at all. Uh, Olivier Vernon. I think he's coming in, and that was a good trade by uh, John Dorsey to bring him in because he has the cap to pay for it. Why not just keep bolstering that defense? Um, saw the linebacking core. Denzel Ward is primed for a really good second season uh, with this group. And um, like Alex said, Greg Robinson, not the best guy to have starting. But uh, they're, they're pretty deep. They're pretty deep. I'm, I'm most excited for Nick Chubb, as most of my fantasy leagues point out. I think he's just he's just gonna have a year, along with uh, yeah. all those wideouts. I mean, I like the Browns in terms of I think they'll be fun and it'll be really fun to watch. I am just lower on their win projections. I just, I mean, I would not be surprised if they made the playoffs, but I'm not necessarily expecting too much. I'm expecting kind of a nine and seven, maybe ten and six competitive, fun Browns team, which is crazily different than uh, what they've had in the past. Yeah, I think that's that's a fair project, projection. When's the last time you think the Browns have had this much hope in their team? Oof. Probably the 80s when they had Bernie Kosar. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is a strange feeling? No, nah, maybe uh, when they went 10-6 and six in 2007. That was a fun There was that one point with Brian Hoyer, like midseason, after that Thursday night win against the Bengals, they were like, oh, the Browns might win the division. And they, they did they've, they've earned this excitement. Interesting. All right. So, who do you guys have in this division winning at all? 
I'm taking the Browns. Browns for me. Yeah. Uh, Steelers, obviously. Golly, that's tough. Uh, man, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go uh, pretty bold with the Ravens. Ooh. Wow. I mean, they did win the division wow. last year, so it's not crazy. Glad we got all the representation except for the Bengals. Is that right? <laughs> Should be pretty fun. All right, Drew, uh, what division do you want to talk about? Um, let's do the AFC South. Um, we have not. Yeah. We did pick their winner, though, with the Jaguars. <laughs> we did. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the Andrew Luck leaving was kind of ridiculous. So, <laughs> that's something crazy to start up that division. Uh, I don't think anyone's looking too strong. And I mean, I really like the Houston, the Texans. We can start talking about the Texans. With Deshaun Watson, Alex's favorite quarterback. Uh, I I love the the Texans. I think they now have a slightly bolstered offensive line um, with Laramie Tunsil there. Um, I think they're they have one of the best receiving cores in the NFL. I mean, obviously Kenny Stills, uh, the the highlight of that group. Um, they're, I think their running backs are fine. They added Carlos Hyde to go along with Duke Johnson, uh, who, I, you know, I, I don't think Carlos Hyde is a great running back, but I think he's a much better fit here in Houston than he was in Kansas City. I, I think he will get most thoroughly down work here. Um, and uh, their defense, uh, I'd be a little bit, I don't, I don't know. The thing I don't understand is like they're going all in for this season and trading, trading these, all these picks to go get Laramie Tunsil and then they trade away. Did they, why, why, if you're going to go on for this year, why would you trade away to Dave and Clowney, even if you're going to lose him after this year? Maybe they thought he wouldn't be conducive to the locker room. He was just <laughs> guess. complain about getting money the whole time. Yeah. I think they, they should be the, the favorites in this division. Yeah, it should be it should be fun to uh, watch the Texans. I mean, they're always just exciting. Uh, but what do you guys make of this Colts team now without their fearless leader? I, I I'm not completely. Well, I should. I mean, basically, they're the Titans now without without Andrew Luck. I mean, I I, I was looking at like their projected lineup compared to the tight and they're, they're right next to the Titans in my, my spreadsheet. And I'm like, this is basically the same thing. They're both you know, really solid everywhere. Uh, don't really trust their quarterback. Um, and I, I just kind of see a mediocre finish. I think you know, they could finish anywhere from seven and nine and nine and seven. I, but and maybe even grab the six, six seed. I, I don't know, but I don't think they're, in the Super Bowl contention. Uh, yeah, they're definitely not in Super Bowl contention, but they are a much better team than they were in 2017 when uh, Jacoby last played almost all their games. Um, I mean, I'm just comparing these rosters right now, and I think Jacoby is probably m- more comfortable in this offense now. Uh, they went and got a better offensive line last year. Uh, there's still a lot of targets. Those tight ends are good. They drafted Paris Campbell. Uh, Devin Funchess probably would have had a good season maybe if uh, Andrew Luck was there. So I'm just going to 
count him out. Um, <laughs> but Jack Doyle, Eric Ebron are there. Mo Alley Cox. Um, I, I I don't have any. Uh, I don't hate this roster really. Uh, Jacoby Brissett just signed a two year extension today for thirty million. Um, and like Alex, I I have faith that they could maybe get six seed at best, and their their floor is like seven and nine. I think it's just unfortunate because like the roster's too good for them to tank. So they're just kind of stuck in this middle ground now. Like that's what I'm saying. They're the Titans. They gotta figure out how they're gonna get a franchise quarterback without like I d I don't know what they do, to be honest. Yeah, it sucks for Colts fans who were like expecting a Super Bowl and like I I don't booing Andrew Luck up field was was not was not very classy. I'm not blaming uh, Andrew Luck or anything. I completely understand this. Yeah, like do what you got to do, but purely football. Right, but spectrum, I'm like, I'm just saying, I I don't even know how I would feel if I was a Colts fan yeah, in that I, moment when finding out Andrew Luck's gonna retire must have been just shocking. And, yeah, during um, a game too, it was just a weird yeah. weird night. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, as as someone who roots for a team that had his his favorite player and best player on the team retire <laughs> suddenly when they had Super Bowl aspirations. <laughs> were you mad? At, were you mad at Calvin? Well, I was asking him to come back. <laughs> Tell him he could blame it. Can all you tweet him two hundred times still- during the off season? That might have helped. You're still <laughs> asking him to come back. I refrain from the the tweets, but uh, maybe that would have worked. I don't know. Probably would have. But the real shame is we have uh, lost the the great uh, Andrew Luck Twitter page. So true, Captain yeah. Andrew Luck, dearest time. mother. I decided to holster my sidearm. Shall we throw it over to the Jags? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk to the Jags. I mean, I'll talk about them again. They're going to win two divisions this year. <laughs> pretty impressive each conference a, a league first yeah no but I, <laughs> I i think this jaguars team is all right uh i mean not having andrew luck to go against twice in a year helps them out so, uh, fournette looks like he should be a running back again which is exciting for the team and uh i'll enjoy seeing nick Foles try to do something different uh and probably not be great at it I I I I kind of think this Jaguars team is not not going to be good at all. I I, I think they're they're going to go similarly four and twelve, five and eleven. I, I like people still want to hold on to the fact that this defense is you know one of the best in the NFL, and they certainly still have some studs with Jalen Ramsey. They probably have the, they definitely have the best cornerback duo in Jalen Ramsey and AJ Boye. And one of the best pass rushing duos with Calais Campbell and Yannick Ngakwe, but I, they also have a lot of holes on this defense. I, now I, I think their I think their roster is worse. Or their defensive roster is worse than it was last year. Um, they did underperform last year, so maybe they can maybe they can be a little bit better. Um, but uh, their their offensive line still is not very good. They're Receivers definitely aren't very good. I don't really believe in Nick Foles. Maybe he's an upgrade over Blake Bortles, but so what? 
I, I, I'm, 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 I'm out on this. It just kind of surprises me that we're in 2019 and Nick Foles has been given the starting job of an NFL team. It's just odd. Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. That's true. It's just he's had a strange journey. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Houston with this division. I'm going Jaguars in the <laughs> NFC, but they can't. They can't. Win <laughs> they can't win. They can't win their own division, so they go. <laughs> they go to another one. I I'm going uh, Texas as well. Oh, so Texas. Yeah, I think the. Did we talk about all four teams? <laughs> we don't need to talk about the things. I swear we I noticed it, but I was like, I'm okay. <laughs> the the Titans together is one thing, right, Alex? The same thing. Basically, yeah. You described it perfectly. They have good players everywhere. Don't trust the quarterback. Man, blah. I'm honestly completely fine. Up. Just copy paste from the Colts segment and Henry, just replace Henry the Titans. Is not, or what we said about the Titans like the past two years. Henry <laughs> is not going to lead the fantasy football team. He'll be good for like two games. Yeah. But never bench him because <laughs> you never know. <laughs> When he could break out a 45-point game. Pick the division. What, Alex? Did you pick the division? Uh, I'm going to pick uh, the Texans. Yeah, I just don't have much All to right. say about the Titans other than that's a split fan base <laughs> over okay. Tannehill Let's versus Mariota. I <laughs> <laughs> Tannehill, Mariota, QB battle. I'm excited. All right, what division are we missing here? Uh, the West. Both West, that's what we have left. Yep. All right. Well, this has been a long pod. Let's power through these bad boys. <laughs> <It is. laughs> uh, AFC first. Quick, Just quick hits. Here we go. AFC West. What do you got, Alex? Uh, I think the Chiefs are well in line to win this division. Uh, you know, it seemed like they were going to struggle with losing. It seemed like they weren't going to have Tyreek Hill. Uh, obviously lost Kareem Hunt. But now they got Darwin Thompson. Uh Terry Kill is going to play. Their offense is probably even better than it was last year. And I, th- I really, I think their defense made uh, some. I think their defense is much better than it was last year. I, I question the moves letting go of two of your best players, D Ford and Justin Houston. Uh, I think anybody would, but I think they ended up improving. They added Frank Clark, added Alex Okafor and Emmanuel Ogbud. Just give a nice little trio. I don't know if it's as good as. The duo in D Ford and Justin Houston, but then I think they improved their secondary, adding Rashad Breedland, Morris Claiborne, who who has to serve a little bit of suspension, but then should be back, uh, and is a good good player. Yeah, Kansas City, pretty good football, a lot of fun to watch. And and Tyron Matthew obviously back, and that secondary helps too. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, how about the Raiders, man? Uh, just watch Hard Knocks. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> find out about the Raiders that way. I, I think they made some good additions, but I don't think they'll be relevant this year. They're, they still have a pretty barren defensive roster, and I, I, maybe their off their offense could could be fun this year. But you know, we'll see. Yeah. only they had a star pass rusher to go. That would be nuts. Okay, they got Sean. They got Two first-round picks, so then we get a star. Their star is Cleveland Farrell. Laramie Tunzel. 
Dude, they got Cleland Farrell. Come on. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he's, he's a nice Khalil Mack. Yeah, pretty much. So you never know. Uh, <laughs> right? They're in this division? All right. Yeah, the Chargers are in this division. Should have and they're the without Melvin Gordon. Let's back it up. Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> Melvin Gordon's not even on the depth chart anymore. Yeah, I'm. I'm concerned about the Chargers. I I think they have probably one of the worst offensive lines in football. Um, I, I I mean, after Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I don't really think they have a good receiver. Hunter Henry is obviously a great tight end, but um, I think they're kind of thin there. Um, obviously, without Melvin Gordon, they like a real threat. Like, I, I don't think Mel, losing Melvin Gordon is really a big deal to them, but I just think their offense is, was due to regress anyway. They weren't very good towards the end of last season uh, when their offensive lines are not playing well, and I think they've, they've only gotten worse this offseason. So I think their defense is still – Pretty good though, so maybe they can carry him. We'll see. Yeah, I, I have to agree agree with all that. They've got talent all around, but I, they're not a thirteen and three team like they were last year. Maybe ten and six, or they go full Chargers in past years and lose games they should win. Yeah, I, I kind of think this team isn't going to make the playoffs, but that's yeah, that's kind of tough. I want them to, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty down on them as well. And now for the team everybody has faith in, the Denver Broncos. <laughs> well, I I have faith in their defense. I'm, I'm I think this this could be a really really great defense. Um, these I trust Vic Fangio. I think they have the talent to to do it as well. I mean, Von Miller is obviously one of the best defense players in the league. Bradley Chubb looked great as a rookie. Um, they added Bryce Callahan, Kareem Jackson to bolster that secondary with Chris Harris, who's still one of the best corners in football, though he is coming off uh, a major injury. I think he tore his ACL, I think it was, but um, had, did have a major injury at the end, end of last year. So that that is, we'll have to see if he can come back from that. He's an older player. Um, but yeah, I, I think it could be a fun, fun defense and, Ride Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay, that backfield duo. Yep, and then you got Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton, and my boy Tim Patrick, Deshaun Hamilton, Jeff Hireman, Noah Fant. Too bad Jake Butt got injured. Uh, I mean, that's that's quite the receiving core there. Hey, Jack, what school did Jake Butt go to? University of Michigan, and he is a prime example of why you don't play in any bowl game ever. I'm glad he played. So he got hurt, and I uh, he's coming back. He'll bounce back. We are valiant. Hail to the victors. Uh, but I'm going Kansas City in this division pretty easily. Same. Yep. yep. Kansas City. Go Chiefs. Way to go. KC. So good at this. Uh, and then we have the NFC West, right? Super quick. Yeah. NFC West thoughts. Anything? No. Uh, breaking news in the NFC West, Jared Goff just signed a four-year contract extension, giving him $110 million guaranteed. Wow. Um, ties into $110 guaranteed? Mm-hmm. How do the Rams have this much money? What's the 
is that the total too or is it 134 check the stats it broke right as we started the podcast and i wanted to interrupt but um uh, okay well i'm saying 134 million that's too much all right that's the largest guarantee ever for 110 I believe Wentz's one was 107 or 103 million. This makes him the highest guaranteed ever. Anyway, well, that totally deserves it. <laughs> uh, after that fantastic Super Bowl appearance, um, yeah, I think the Rams. I don't know how much I believe in the. I still think they certainly have a good roster. John McVay is obviously a brilliant coach. Um, there, there, there are questions on the offensive line. They lost two of their starters, and kind of, and didn't really bring in anybody. They just trusted these mid-round picks that they have that were backups. Uh, <coughs> and yeah, I kind of trust Sean McVay that he knows what he's doing, putting these guys in. Maybe they'll just slide right in and be fine. Um, and then obviously there are questions with Todd Gurley. Uh, I still think their defense is solid, but I don't know. I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little bit concerned with the Rams as a Super Bowl contender and could see another team challenging them for this division. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I expect a little bit of regression from the Rams, um, just because maybe teams have a little more tape on Sean McVay and how his offense works, or I could be wrong. He could be game plan in a way like he always does. But uh, the Todd Gurley issue is a concern, and the rest of that backfield's going to have to step up, it looks like, and that's what that offense thrives on is that play action. So we'll see if the zone blocking scheme works again. And uh, who, do you think's yeah. cha- who do you think's challenging them for this division? The Seahawks? Uh. Yeah, I can see. I can see multiple. Te- I can see any of these teams challenging them. The Cardinals. I all right. Well, why don't we talk about the Cardinals? Because I do not think this Cardinals team is that bad at all. Uh, people talked about them, you know, with the worst team in football, but I, I think they're pretty. I think they're pretty solid. I mean, I think they're they're off. Everybody's like, oh, the Cardinals are one of the worst offensive line in football. I completely disagree. I think they have a good offensive line. If, all their starters stay healthy, which, uh, <laughs> as I said, is a big if because they, the, only one of them played more than nine <laughs> games last year. Um, but uh, but honestly, they have five good starters at the offensive line. I think uh, Cliff Kingsbury will bring you know a dynamic offense uh, with some good players, Kyler Murray, David Johnson, uh, some young promising receivers um and i i think they made some good additions on defense to make it just solid enough they've they've had some injuries sure but uh, i i think this cardinals team can can make some noise especially if they jump on teams early with you know some surprises with cliff kingberry's new offense well, I guarantee you they're not jumping on anybody week one. <laughs> not a chance. We've already thought through everything. Never been surprised by a rookie quarterback in week one. Never happened. I Ever. think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I need to see to... it from Cliff Kingsbury to actually believe it before I'm Yeah, I'm not I'm not scared of the Cardinals making run at the division. 
I don't know. I think it's possible. I do think there's a case to be he made. He went that below 500 at Texas Tech. Games. Like, he didn't win at Texas Tech. I know, but I look, I'm not, I'm not, it's just really about Cliff Kingsbury. It's just, I think they have a, I think, I don't think the roster is as bad as people think. I think it's right. Even Alex is wrong sometimes. It happens. Uh, Seahawks, Seahawks look like their defense is going to be pretty mean. Uh, I like, I like that trade for them. Offensively, uh, I don't know. I just think they'll be solid. They're the Seahawks. They'll be able to kind of slow it down a little bit, continue to run the ball. And, and be their sort of team, which, I don't know, I see them going 9-7. I see them being as really the only threat to winning the division, but still don't think they're going to get there. Yeah, I don't yeah. think the Seahawks have, like, a great roster, um, but the, the move for Jadavion Clowney helps them tremendously. That that was by far their biggest need. Um, but I, I trust Pete Carroll. I trust Russell Wilson. And I think now they have a good enough roster that I think they can make some noise in the NFC. I think, but before I was like, oh, their roster really way worse than it was last year. Now I think it's at least as good as it was last year, probably a little bit better um, with the addition of Clowney. Um, although they did have to give up Barkevius Mingo in that trade. So, I mean, that, that's oh, pretty Yeah. Um, Such a bummer. And that one other guy too. Yeah, I um, forgot who it was, but yeah. <laughs> Allegedly a great fit in Bill O'Brien's scheme or whatever. Good for him. Um, no, I think uh, the Seahawks at least got a little bit of their identity back on defense with that Clowney trade. They've got a really good front now with Clowney, Ansa, Michael Kendricks, Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright. Might help those guys on the back end a little bit. Yep. Um, and- yeah, they just need Michael Kendricks to stay out of jail for insider trading and uh, they'll be set. Yeah, yeah. That's and good. Just it's not just weird uh, suspension I've ever seen. <laughs> also, they're going to be able to just tee off in week one, going up against the Bengals O line. <laughs> so uh, oh, Andy man. Dalton might want to take out a life insurance policy real quick. So, lastly, what are your expectations of the 49ers? Sure. Anything? Oh, I. Can I uh, come out and just say uh, I, I'm off the 49ers train? I was so high on it last year on this podcast. I'm not even going to touch it with a 39-and-a-half-foot pole. There's so much talent on this team, but just freaking use it. My goodness. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've lost a little bit of faith in Jimmy G. I know he was hurt for the majority of last season, but he didn't look great before he got hurt. Um, so, I mean – He's never been. Uh, first of all, people who think he's going to be a good fantasy quarterback, I mean, I, he, he wasn't even good in fantasy when he was playing well at the end of that one season. Yeah, no, I don't, I'm not buying any Jimmy G stock right now. Yeah, but I, I do think they have a talented roster. Um, so I mean, there is a there is potential here. Um, they, they have a good offensive line, uh, certainly a good defensive line if Nick Bosa can be healthy. <laughs> Uh, I mean, DeForest Buckner's beast, uh, and D Ford played really well last year. He's been a little up and down in his career, but um, certainly looked like he broke out last year. So I, I think their secondary is fine with Richard Sherman and maybe maybe Jason Brett, and he can stay healthy. Who knows? Yeah. And Nick Bosa. Did you mention Nick Bosa? I yeah, did. He said he's healthy. Uh, okay. Which he could be good. Yeah, it's a risk. I mean, I. I like you said, you got some. You can make some cases for some other guys, but I, the Rams are the clear favorites for me, and that's who I'm going with. 
I'll take the Seahawks. I'll go Seahawks too. I will go Rams. Yeah, I'm sticking with Rams. And All that'll right. do it. Man. We went through every division. Yeah. Cool. You guys want to make early That's Super Bowl cool. predictions? Yeah. I've, I'll take oh, the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> I will take the Redskins over the Chiefs. All I'll go Seahawks. I'll say Chiefs over Eagles. Oh, man, this is tough. I want to make so many jokes right now. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go with Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right, do we have any uh, overreactions here to uh, wrap up the show? You're very excited about this overreaction segment. I yeah. am very excited. I'm also laying down in my bed with both eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm here. Overreactions, everybody. We got them. We know. It's, we're just messing around. I'm trying to give Reeb some time. You know he needs it. We're trying to help him out. We got a lot of people oh, on here. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go full circle with mine. I don't even um, know what that means. NFL.com. From when I got introduced, NFL.com, I think you got to like revisit your draft recap <laughs> algorithm because I just find it very hard to believe that I'm going to go 2-12 and 12 in a league where somebody drafted Kareem Hunt in the fifth <laughs> round. Like, I just it, – it's not going to happen. Yeah, you'll be lucky to get that second win. Boom, roasted. <laughs> Overreacting now, that's not that's not a bad that's an alright overreaction. I gotcha. You kinda did it. Alex, you got an overreaction for us? It's better, it's better than my usual uh, words. I will overreact to your guys' uh, opinion of the Cardinals uh, and say that the Cardinals <laughs> will make the playoffs and <laughs> win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Cardinals make the playoffs. That's my, my overreaction. Now skip. 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 <laughs> Hold up now, Skip. Oh my god. <laughs> I would say win the no division, problem. but I just win <laughs> the division, so uh, Yeah. Alright, I got one for y'all. Jacoby Brissett will throw for over thirty touchdowns Ooh, in four thousand yards. Right there, everybody. Alright, I got one. Mm-hmm. Alright. I think the All Dolphins right. will win more than two games this season. Oof. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Skip. 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 Uh, All right. They still have players on their team, so it's not impossible. I don't, I don't, I don't even like this uh, overreaction, but uh, it's it's where I'm at. I'm just with the, thinking about those giant numbers on the Goff contract. I'm going to go ahead and Oof. say that Jared Goff does not win another playoff game under this contract. Uh, Whoa! Not Ooh. one playoff game. Whoa! Take it easy, Whoa. there. Skip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little too much dip on the chip, there, son. 
Oh, man. Good times. Good podcast. Good teams. Good football. Minutes away. Seconds away. We are so excited. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Sorry I got divisions messed up and I'm falling asleep. But uh, for Alex, for Pep, for Screwballs and the Unpaid Intern, my name is Jem. And thanks for joining us. We'll have some more content coming your way.